It's time for our big story of the day. It's a uh, it's a subject that I know Lebo is very passionate about. Mm. Um, so I'll let her introduce it. Do All share, right. Lebs. So there's an NGO that is threatening court action against the National Department of Health for its alleged complicity in botched circumcisions. Mm. Bulela Nimzamo from Bimzamo Incorporated, a law firm representing the NGO uh, Man and Boy Foundation, wrote a letter to the, the department accusing it of turning a blind eye to unlawful circumcisions of boys under the age of 16 without parental consent. So mm. in May last year, it was reported that 12 boys between the ages of 10 and 14 from an orphanage in the south of were allegedly circumcised and left in the care of an unqualified man. Yeah, there are fears that two of the boys could lose their penises completely. Mm. So wow. this gruesome incident, along with many others, which um, this uh, particular law firm said that government had ignored, caused the NGO to make a slew of demands from national and provincial health departments. Now, th- this is the challenge. We know it is a massive cultural thing mm. for us. The mm. problem is... Every year around initiation season, we're speaking about young boys that have died. Yeah. We're speaking about botched circumcisions True. that can result in complete amputation mm-hmm. or complete castration. And we are speaking about parents who don't know where their boys are because they get kidnapped or boys who are under the care of people who are not qualified. We've even heard of stories of the 11-year-old who's performing circumcisions. Oh. But over the years, we have these conversations and we're still at the same place. My question is, why do we carry on like it's not a crisis Yeah, that children are dying in the name of culture? Yeah. And, you know, I'm not for a minute suggesting that we need to do away with cultural practices. Mm. But at what stage do we say, because children are dying, we need to change the way we do things? And relook our approach. Mm. Let's, let's be honest. There are reasons behind why this practice happens. Yes. But if this environment is not healthy and is not safe, and it means a child is worth risking their life. I'd rather have a son that's alive, that feels he didn't get his right of passage to be a man, than the other alternative, which is your son goes away and then dies. Mm. So, so I think the conversation we need to be having is around rites of passage, around culture, around religion, because it's not just an African thing. True. And, and to, to what length are we willing to push our agenda or this thing that is so important to mm. us. You know what doesn't help also, though, is the fact that for some cultures, that rite of passage is everything that has to do with you're no longer a boy, yes. you're a mm. man. Yes. Mm. Uh, mm. You often hear of stories of boys running away mm. because they're sick and tired of being called when you're just a boy. When you're just a boy and... You even hear stories of people who are not of that culture, mm-hmm. yes. but because they're friends with boys of a certain true. culture, Very true. feeling that because I haven't been through this rite of passage, I'm not a man. I'm a boy. And I'll never be respected by I'll my peers. I'll never be respected. Mm. And I think um, um, we would love to take your calls, 89 or send through your voice notes or messages on WhatsApp, uh, 815 Share with us the rite of passage that you possibly went through and maybe feel you didn't need to go through them or rites of passage that you feel like, I actually wish I had done this because of, I would have felt a certain way. Mm. And is it really a matter of I'm not a man because I didn't do this? And there are also things that have to do with being a woman yes. and being a wife mm. that are expected of you. I'd love to hear from you, especially like how you were raised in your home. What were those expectations of you as a young man, as a young woman? Have you guys gone through any rite of passage? It could be just an auntie sitting you down. 
and saying this as a woman is what is expected of you? Mm, no. I've only Do you ha- wish you had? No. I've only ever had just chats about your physical changes mm. from a girl to, you know, you're developing certain... But mm. if you talk to a boy, you're going to fall pregnant. Well, yeah, that kind of <laughs> yes, talk. Yes, I got told that. None of, none of, nothing as rite of passage yes. as in now this is going to transform you into a woman. I think there are things that I've been told, for example, if you don't have children, you shouldn't be eating standing what cut cutting a full chicken yourself mm. or you shouldn't be eating standing but nothing that was like if you don't do this we don't recognize you as a woman i do know from my friends that have been married they've been told some scary things by aunts on on the the uh, the days they get married yeah. like musaidi harobalika paint yeah you haven't heard that no hey how well should you be opening a curtain <laughs> oh. wow. yeah there's some things that women get told before they they walk into married life. Mm. Let's talk about your rite of passage. Uh, it could have been formal. It could have been informal. For instance, mm. a friend of mine, when the son turned, was it 14 or 15, mm-hmm. literally took his boy, his 14-year-old, and a bunch of his friends, yeah. mm. where it was like, I think, six men and this boy mm. on a weekend away, mm-hmm. and just talking to him about this is what is... Basically, a rite of passage. I like mm, that's it. nice. But though. it was a weekend away. Mm. I like that. And and you know, given the times we live in, where we don't necessarily live in a rural setting, exactly. Mm. But boys still need to be molded. Girls still to be molded. Is there space for even if a camp on school holidays? Mm. You know, I for, like- for, for, for you know. Puberty is coming. Mm-hmm. It's a camp for girls mm. or a camp for boys mm. where we talk about these things. Why are we not doing that? What I like about what you're saying is other than the fact that there are kids who are going to cry about absent absent fathers, you've got your kids who now can have uncles and maybe you're not comfortable to go to dad, exactly. but you're comfortable to go yes. to uncle so-and-so. Very true. And I don't know if we're raising our kids in those environments anymore, if we don't even know who our neighbors are and we can't go ask for brown sugar. Is it important to you? Was it important to you? Uh, what is expected of you in terms of how you raise your sons and your daughters, for instance, mm. uh, based on your past? Did you share yours? Uh, no, we don't do rites of passage. So you didn't do any mountaineering? No, no, we don't do any rites of passage mm. at all. Okay. Yeah, okay. at all, at all, at all. So just by virtue of the fact that you w- turned 18, you're a man. There was no other preconditions of this is what makes you a man at uh, home. Uh, no. Mm. No. And I think that's a healthy environment to be in. We'll take your calls. Good morning, Anonymous. Hi, uh, morning, fresh on the team. Yes, morning. sir. What's on your mind, Anonymous? Uh, can you hear me? Oh, yes, hi. Sir. Um, so, um, and I also just want to sort of give a little bit of a perspective as to, because a lot of people just take the people dying but don't really understand the preamble mm. and sort of the background story to some of the, the areas where um, this initiates dying is prone. For instance, the Mampondwin area in the Eastern Cape, you know, the practice had died in the early 1900s because mm. what happened was the king's son couldn't go to the mountain because he had a wart on his penis. Mm-hmm. So the other boys in the area said, we're also not going to go. So the practice kind of died out for almost two generations. Mm. Oh. And then... In the 2000s, you had now younger guys who now started going out of the area because maybe for schooling and all of that. Then they start to see the practice in these other places happening. Then they want to go back home and do the practice. Mm. But then they're now, their grandfathers and uncles haven't done this practice mm. and they don't know it. 
Mm-hmm. So now you have these young guys running running this thing that they don't actually even know what's happening. Wow. And then you get a result, initiate dying. Because I'll mm-hmm. tell you now, for instance, in my village, there's never been an initiate who dies because and your uncles, they are the ones who actually give the guidance and are always part and parcel of the process. Mm-hmm. So you don't have young guys just running the show for something that they don't know. Mm-hmm. So also in the townships where this, uh, this thing has, has come around, you always look and see, Initiates live in plastic huts. Yeah. You're not supposed to live in a plastic hut because in that situation that you are in, you can't have someone living in a plastic hut. If you mm-hmm. go to rural areas, you live in a grass straw hut or a mud house. And then, because, I mean, just imagine the, the hygienic situation of mm-hmm. you living in a plastic hut mm-hmm. and there's fire and you have to make food. And, and you must heal. And you must heal. And, and all of that stuff. So there's, 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 there's a different angle also towards in terms of what's reported in the media and what actually happened. Mm. Can I ask you a so, question be, be beyond the actual circumcision? Because obviously a big part of the focus is circumcision, but that's a small part of initiation. Can you maybe share yes. one thing you took away from the whole experience that has made you who you are today? No, so so for me, I, I will also uh, uh, mention the fact that the culture has been corrupted a lot because mm. a lot of people do things to say, yeah, because I'm a man and I've survived one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. For me personally, it's it's not only the act um, of what of actually being circumcised, but it's what you what you actually get taught about mm. how to behave as a man and mm. also how to carry yourself, not just in your village, but when you go out and represent your village, represent your family. So it's those kind of values that I took out from the experience. Mm. Mm. And it's a lot of things that I can also not say on the radio. Mm. No, obviously, but, um, yes. Yeah. Are you going to have your son go? Uh, yes, my son is definitely going to go because... Um, for me, it's an important uh, cultural practice, not just for me, but in my family. And because I know that in my village where he is going to go the same route that I did, we still do everything properly in the old way that was done, whereby I as the dad am involved, my brother as his uncle is involved, my dad as his grandfather, um, God, he's, if he's still alive, he's going to be involved. So all the elders, everyone's going to be involved in that process and mm. it's being done in the correct way. So definitely my son will go. Anonymous, thank you for calling and uh, thanks for the brilliant call, man. Yeah, yeah thank you so much. Uh, we also got, thank, uh, so thank you, we've got Amos on the line. In fact, Amos, please hold on a second. We'll come back to you at 6.30. Uh, it's time for our headlines with Lebuchile Mabucha. Why is your name escaping me all of a sudden? We are talking about rites of passage, the pressure thereof, and how you as a family, as an individual, are dealing with I guess they need to transition yeah. if that's what happens in your family. Yes. Uh, some families literally, you know, carry on with their lives and uh, don't believe in rites of passage and mm. those that do, do. Yes. And some are actually willing to even die for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's how seriously uh, we treat our culture and things that we believe in. Mm. And I think each to their own, but the minute people are dying, something needs to happen. Mm. And let's protect our children. That's all. In a lot of societies, a child goes missing, it's headline news. Uh, Ten kids die because of a botched circumcision and it's another day at the office. It can't be. 6.53, this is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We're talking rite of passage, but we're also doing the Fresh Kids quiz just before the news at 7. And we asked the toddlers the question, who is Jacob Zuma? Mm. Who is Jacob Zuma? God. Ha! Huh. God. 
We have two more minutes of the Fresh <laughs> Kids Quiz. Wow. All right. For now, we've been speaking about rites of passage, circumcision. And we've got Amos on the line. Good morning, Amos. Likai. Amos. Have we lost Amos? Uh, hi, Kwadi. Yeah, Fresh, how's it, man? Uh, Amos, we will call you back. We're good. What's on your mind, sir? All right. So, basically, I just wanted to put what... Uh, but also I've, I've went through. So me, I've went to the mountains when I was like seven. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so now what I'm looking at is that most people are doing this thing for business. That's why you find that a lot of kids are dying. There's no much of rules and regulations that go there because this is a cultural thing. Mm. And it's taken seriously from where I come from, whereby your father or your older brother had to take you there without mm. them kidnapping you or going to the mountains without any consent from them. Understand? Because they know your health conscious, they know how you go through it and how you react to certain Ah, yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. And uh, a lot of people, mostly if you check what uh, a lot of people are doing, the people that open these initiation schools, it's mostly younger people. Like they're just below 40, Mm. below below 50. And back in the days when we went there, like when you get there, you can see this old Madala way, but you can't even understand. Mm. Yes, so yes. those are the most stuff that uh, I think are affecting nowadays initiations. Based on your experience as a seven-year-old, is your seven-year-old going to go? Well, I could say most of the things you 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 just taught how to how to how to treat people. You taught how to respect old people and how to treat women and how you should be as a man. Not to mm. say once you are there and you come back, you are already a changed person. Mm. It's just a mental... mental. T- All right, brother man. Thank you so much for, for your call, Kwadi. Much much appreciated. Sweet man. All right, then. Uh, we got a tweet from Jules. Mm. Jules says, I'm from a family where women go to the mountain. Huh? The pressure we get from the ones mm. who went, they say they tell us uh, that we are not women until we have been to the mountain. Yeah. And that's so scary. Female circumcision. Yo. Some of the practices around the world. But also, I think we shouldn't be quick to equate going to the mountain with circumcision. Because mm. yes. not every culture circumcises. Mm. Yes. Uh, rite of passage is not always about snipping. Likewise with women who go to, is it coma? Yes. Uh, where you are taught about, mm. as a woman, this is what is expected of you within society. Yeah. Mm. Are we taking more calls? Yes, let's. Good morning, Sillo. How are you doing? Morning, Fresh. How are you? We're good. What's on your mind? I'm all right, man. Look, um, I just want to agree with the, the, the previous caller now. So now what they're doing is they're just doing it out of their um, financial benefit. They don't, they're no longer doing it for just uh, to exercise the, 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 the tradition. So they're doing it for, 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 for a financial gain. So that's why a lot of uh, kids uh, die in, in, the, in the mountain. But mm. uh, for now... If I can take my son to uh, to the initiation, I'll have a look at who is looking after that initiative. Is it an elderly people or the young ones? If it's the young ones, I'm not going to take them there. Mm, mm. Okay, so yeah. you're going you're gonna to do like a Reiki just to go check. Yeah, I'll go there and check and find out exactly is it the elderly people that are doing this or is the young ones. If it's the young ones, I'll move to other food or remedy they need to give uh, the children once they react to a certain condition. So... This young one, no. Absolutely. Thank you, uh, Sillo. Thank you for sharing your stories. Please let's keep the conversation going on social media. The hashtag is Fresh Breakfast.